I commonly see individuals making the same mistake when it comes to their driving history, and you can easily prevent it. Let's discuss. Hey, before we get started, listen, I have two gifts down in the description for you. One of them is the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through every phase of the hiring process that you can possibly encounter. Plus, there's some hidden bonuses so you can evaluate and gauge where you're at in the hiring process. Use it. It's really going to help you, I promise. Additionally, if you have something specific you want to discuss, where you have questions about the hiring process, about becoming a police officer, maybe hurdles you have, maybe something to do with your driving record. Sign up for a free coaching call with myself. I'd be glad to sit down with you, discuss it, see where you're at, and then see if we can get you past that and I can teach you how to deal with those hurdles. Now, your driving record. Too many times I see candidates come in and they're trying to become a police officer and we give them their personal history statement. They fill it out and they omit, right, which is intentional, right, or they forget, which is unintentional, to list a specific driving incident that could be a accident that could be a ticket that could be that could even be a parking ticket that's to a registered vehicle of them here's the problem with this whether you omit it which is intentional which is bad don't do that or you forget it right which is unintentional either way we're going to look at this and not give you the benefit of the doubt and say you omitted it which was purposeful which means it's going to make you look bad. It's going to make you look like you were lying, even if you forgot it. One way to prevent that, right? If you say, oh, it was so long ago, you know, maybe you're maybe you're in your 40s and applying. Maybe it's, you know, you were a kid and you forgot about this parking ticket or, or this ticket. Either way, the best thing you can do is contact the DMV where you've had every driver's license, whatever state you have had a driver's license in. I've had a driver's license in three states now, four, maybe four. I can't can't remember, three or four. But I've had a driver's license in three. I'd have to go back and check, but in three. Contact each one of those states and get them to send you a complete driving record history. You Most of the time you can do this online and it's a small little fee for document fee or whatever. And they'll either mail it to you or they'll send it to you digitally. A lot of times they mail it to you for security reasons, but they'll mail it to the address you provide and you can go on there and you have this documentation, which you can use to fill out your PHS. And then you can use that once you have your PHS filled out properly. It is easy to state, have you provided us with all the information that you needed to? Yes, I provide you with all the proper documentation and information needed, right? If anyone says, hey, have you left out anything? Say if this is during your, your poly or your CVSA, have you omitted or left out any information that may be pertinent to your background? No, I provide you with all the documentation and information I have. And it's factual because you've already had everything that's listed out there and that you know about. It's going to list your accidents. It's going to list your tickets. It's going to list... Anything to deal with your registered vehicles, right? It will list everything you need. And all you have to do is take 15 minutes out of your day, go on the DMV website or the motor vehicle website for that state in which you resided and had a driver's license at that time. It only has to be states where you've owned a driver's license. So even if, say if you were in the military, right? I was in the military. I lived all over the, all over the country and all over the world. I've driven all over the country and the world. If I would have gotten a 
let's say when I was in California, right? Well, I think when I was in California, I still had a driver's license from back East. Even if I would have gotten a ticket in California, which I never did, but even if I did, it would have been on my driver's license from back East. So I wouldn't have had to go to California and say, Hey, I need to look up. No, I would just need to go to my driver's license back East in the state in which I had it and pull that driving record. And it would have had any incident that I would have had when I was in California or when I was in Illinois or when I was in Florida or any other place, right? It would have had all that on that one driver's license. It is the simplest task you can do to prevent from making one of the simplest mistakes I see jam up candidates. Because no matter what you do, background investigators are constantly dealing with candidates that are omitting facts. And we cannot give you the benefit of the doubt just because we don't have time. While there may be less candidates applying now, there are still more candidates than what we need to fill an academy class. And we still need to go through them. If there's 20 billets open and 100 people apply, we need to dwindle that 100 people down to 40 and then have those 40 people go through the extended portion of the hiring process. You know, your background, your psych, your medical, your poly, all those things. And then out of those 40, we have to select the best 20, right? And it's usually the first 20 that we can get that are fully qualified, right? We're not we're not always going about an eligibility list, right? Who's the best qualified candidate? It's, are you a qualified candidate? And if you're one of the first ones done because you have all your documentation done and we don't see you possibly omitting anything, we're just moving you right along and we get to those 20. Whereas someone says, hey, I found an issue here. This individual didn't state that they had a speeding ticket five years ago and it was for 15 miles over in a 45 mile an hour zone, which means they were doing 60 miles in a 45 hour, 45 mile an hour zone. Now, do I wanna take the time when I have all these other candidates that I need to screen, do I wanna take the time to reach out, contact you again after we've already had our background investigator interview and say, hey, what's the deal with this? Why why didn't you disclose this? And then I got to listen to some story you tell, and maybe you'll just say, hey, I completely forgot. And then I got to make the determination whether I trust you or not. No, it's just easier for me to move to the next candidate. And then if I get through all the candidates and they all have an issue like that, then I'll go back through and start start giving people the opportunity to to explain or or to elaborate on a situation. But if I don't need to, I'm just moving right to the next candidate. And that's what's going to happen if you omit something, right? This applies for while you're going through the process too as well. If you wind up receiving a ticket or if you wind up receiving or getting into a, a minor accident in the hiring process and you're in the background phase, you might want to report it because if it gets discovered when we're in the background phase and we're waiting for you to report it and you don't, it still looks like you're trying to hide something from us. Once again, Learn to articulate, be specific, don't elaborate. Just say, hey, you know, uh, just just out of full transparency, I was involved in a minor vehicle accident. There were no injuries. I was not at fault. An individual um, had, had, you know, hit my bumper. I just wanted to disclose that to you. Great. I appreciate it. It's not going to bother me that you that you say that. It's going to bother me when, I, when it pops up on my radar when I'm running your, your DMV check and I see wait, this individual was just in an accident 10 days ago or 20 days ago or 30 days ago after they submitted an application and they didn't advise us. When it clearly usually states in the application, if anything changes, immediately advise your hiring officials. So keep that in mind. 
DMV records, pull them. That way you cannot at any point in time say, hey, you forgot and you won't forget to list something that you've had in the past and then wind up having to try and explain this even if you get the opportunity to try and explain it. It's just one more hurdle that you don't even have to get over. If you list it, you turn that hurdle into a speed bump, you move right over it as long as it's not a major issue and like, as long as you weren't going 120 miles an hour and through a school zone it's not going to be a major issue right i hope this helps really this is a big one that that you as a candidate can really impact right there's not much stuff that you always have control over other than when you get the documentation in and what documentation you you get in control the documentation control the knowledge that you're going to give them let them hear it from you that mitigates the hurdles immediately right off the start those gifts are down in the description. The Getting Started Workshop is going to walk you through every phase of the hiring process, some hidden bonuses in there as well, plus that one-on-one -on -one coaching call with myself. If you want to use it, use it. It's completely free. Both of these are free. Be glad to sit down, help you talk about your driving history if you have any issues with that or any other aspect. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time.